Hey, yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blur with Two and Cal. Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan edition, baby. That's yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for joining us again. Thank you for listening in. And uh, as you know, this is Two and Cal. We're just going to jump right into it. But uh, so what did you think of this past week's, uh, the, the, not even this past week's episode, this was the season finale or the series finale? Um, I think right now it's at, so yeah, Obi-Wan, as you guys know, has been on Disney Plus for the past couple of weeks, guys, and they recently just aired their sixth episode, which is their final episode, which could be the series or the season finale. It hasn't been confirmed if there's going to be a second season. Um, I, I We can talk about if there even should be a second season. But, um, yeah, this week was the final episode. And, uh, Tucson, what are, what are some of your thoughts? Oh, bro, I was super excited about it. I uh, personally couldn't wait for that battle. Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to it. I wanted it. It was the battle I think I, I needed. Um, I, to quote Vader, your strength has returned. You know, there was like a lot of quotable moments in there. Uh-huh. Just to see Obi Wan OP, it was like, whoa, where where did where did that come from, sir? No, I I thought it was I thought it was a really good episode, really like emotional to see uh, Vader and Obi Wan go at it, and then to even see that moment where we get that bit of uh, Vader's face when Obi Wan you know cracks his uh, his helmet open, you know, because before honestly watching these episodes, a part of me was kind of like. All right, like you guys were hating Christensen back, and I thought we were going to see more of him than we did. I still hope that. Yeah, I like we really didn't get flashbacks. We got one flashback at that, and like maybe glimpses of him like killing younglings. But I thought they could have really delved deeper, more into it. You know, to really see the flashbacks like pre-attack of the clones, or even like flashbacks before Revenge of the Sith starts and things like that. You know what I mean? I thought we would really see a bit more than that but you know everyone has their high expectations and then you know nothing you know what it is though if you and not to cut you off and i apologize but i feel like if you're going to to do the flashbacks and things of that nature you should have made the episodes longer like long more episodes instead of the six that we got you know if you're going to do flashbacks yeah. you, you got to flashbacks is something that you not saying you got to dedicate a whole episode to but a good part of your episode has to be dedicated for that or else that's that's a little bit kind of the problem i'm running into with these disney plus um kind of shows because a lot of them are like six to eight episodes and then the episodes are like some the the times are very staggered they're like 37 minutes or they're 45 minutes and they're they're actually not very long at all 53 minutes i think the final episode of obi-wan kenobi was about 53 minutes which honestly, if you take out credits, it's not even fifty-three minutes. It'd be like maybe forty-five minutes. Some of these credits are super long, and just in like an age where it's like all these other streaming shows have like hour, hour and two minutes. I've even watched streaming episodes of shows that are like an hour and ten minutes, and like they really like take their time with the story. Hell, Daredevil. And then, <laughs> and then like, episode. and then like you sort of. I feel like these Disney Plus shows, like whether it be a Star Wars or Marvel, they're like rushing to wrap up the story. Or it's like that, they're setting they're setting these things up, and then it's like okay, like we have two more episodes up, we gotta we gotta finish this, we gotta wrap this up. So it's it's it that it does get a little frustrating with that. But I thought, I'm sorry, but do you it, feel that the actors 
that, you know, like they're like, you know, like I'm only committed to working to this much, you know? No, they can't do that. It They negotiate contracts and stuff. It's just like, they usually do. It's like, we need you from this date to this date. I think it's, it really starts at the top. It's really like a Disney Plus thing. Because all of these shows are like eight episodes. So it's just like, they sign you up for these eight episodes and this is what it is. Like, I think it wouldn't kill them if maybe there were 10 episodes of a show. And maybe like, instead of like, Something being forty-five minutes, you could actually make it a full sixty minutes. You know, what I mean? you think it gives it, you that time to. Yeah, I, you know, because I don't feel like things necessarily breathe, and then sometimes you have episodes that feel like, like it's that don't. Dense. That yeah, that and episodes that feel like they really don't do anything or add anything to the story, but when you have like a six, a six episode season or eight episode, you can't afford to have filler. Every episode has to mean something. It's not like you're doing like twenty-two episodes of a show. But granted, it was, it was, there were like a lot of cool moments. Like it really was good to see Vader. It was good to hear James Earl Jones' voice. I mean, Even honestly. I heard it wasn't really him. Yeah, I it heard that too. They have like this, like this, uh, I, I forgot what it's called, but they kind of like, it could kind of like imitate your voice kind of thing. Yeah, it was like, um, what was that in, was it Blake Check or First Kid? You remember when it was like the computer and all you had to do was tap it? Leave me alone. Yeah, well, I don't think it's necessarily like that, but it's kind of kind of similar to what you're talking about. Yeah, they have like all this technology that they could do where it could like you know take the cadence and the tone of your voice and then literally create this whole other thing and like which is crazy how far technology's come. But yeah, like again, to me, still his voice still good to hear it and shit like that. But it was really cool. Um, and I think I really enjoyed every moment that we had with Vader and Obi Wan. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't the biggest fan of Leia. Like there were parts that bothered me about Leia. Like, like I think it was, was it episode two, where he went to go rescue her on the planet. She was just so yeah. whiny, and I'm just like, damn, bro, I kind of hate you, Leia. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Reva, and I hate that she got a lot, a lot of hate online from these racist fucking. Yeah, trolls. man, fuck those people because it's and, like. Oh, go ahead. I, you know, I and for her storyline, I don't blame the actress. The actress did what she could, but yeah. I just think there wasn't good writing. There wasn't good direction. Because some of the things, I was just like, "This is dumb." Like, I, I just, it was, it was just annoying. And then you could see that she was going to be redeemed. Like, you just knew, like, okay, like she's conflicted. It's gonna, like, it seems like why we always have these constant Star Wars story tropes where it's like the person who's bad is end up being redeemed, and it kind of just ruins it for me. And another thing I kind of dislike, I feel like Star Wars is the most, out of all the other universes, Star Trek, Marvel, DC, out of all the other universes, Star Wars is the most tied down to canon. It's very annoying because it ties you down creatively. So I, I listen to all these reviews and people talking about it. Well, how does this relate to A New Hope? Or this messes up this thing? Or this does this? Sorry, shut and the you, fuck and up. And then some people are like, well, and then people are kind of like, oh, this character is going to die because they're not mentioned in any books or anime series or movies. And it's just kind of like, God, it's just like, wow, like creatively, like I wouldn't even think I would want to do anything with Star Wars just because you really have to follow that canon. And then fanboys fucking bitch and complain if God forbid maybe you stepped out of thing. Like there was this whole video was just about did Luke Skywalker see Reva's lightsaber because he hadn't seen a lightsaber before. And then you're kind of just like, who the fuck cares? Like, like honestly, who cares? Like, there's people, yeah, that make whole videos about this shit, and you're kind of just like, all right, dude, like, come on, like, it's it's a fucking fantasy thing. You don't need to make 
20 minutes of YouTube videos to see if Luke saw this red lightsaber. And it's, it's just kind of ridiculous, you know. But I just felt like from a creative standpoint, I really do feel that Star Wars is the most creatively tied down franchise ever. Even though it's, you know, it's thriving, it's made billions and shit like that. It, I do feel it's the most creatively tied down. And, uh, and and I see some some other complaints that I kind of justify because it's like it's a prequel. So then do you, you really don't feel there's any jeopardy? It's not like yeah. Vader was going to die in the last episode. It's not like Obi-Wan was ever in danger in the last episode. You knew that Leia wasn't going to die in the last episode. So it's kind of like everything's going to happen the way it should be. I felt like they kind of I, I would have liked for Leia to be a little bit more childlike in certain parts because I felt like they kind of pushed her. Like it was like this is Rebel yeah, Leia, assume, yeah. yeah, Rebel Leia, eight years old, and I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not really buying that, whatever. Um, it was interesting how, like, because I honestly thought it'd be more like Obi Wan and Luke, so like, I, it was interesting how they kind of, you know, kind of subverted expectations with that. But there were some great moments. I'm not going to call it the perfect show. I do think this is better than Boba Fett. Um. And I'm still deciding on whether if I liked it more than Mandalorian, but I, I think Mandalorian might be. No, Ma- Mandalorian is like Irish Chef. His their cuisine reigns supreme. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at this, with Obi Wan. I want to give my thoughts real quick. I enjoyed the show. I think for what it was and for what mm-hmm. we've been getting, it's been good. You know, we've been talking about getting the Obi Wan Kenobi show since they originally did that fan made trailer. You remember? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and just the excitement off of that, I was really for it. I thought that it started off a bit slow, but once episode three came, you know, it really started to pick up. I mm-hmm. loved what they did with Vader. Um, as you know, and I, I would hope our fans know by now that, uh, or not even our fans, but our community knows by now, that I love Darth Vader. Darth Vader is my favorite villain. Almost every comic book that the character has since Marvel took over or Disney took over Marvel and Marvel took over Logan's films or whatever. Yeah. I have pretty much every issue of the Darth Vader series. Um, I, I love talking to people about it, you know, when Greg Pack was writing it. Um, it was really good. And I just I just really enjoyed what they did because you know mm-hmm. um I I thought that uh they made him such an in-depth character. It just seemed like when when they met up, it was like, oh, finally, you guys are meeting. Oh, I cannot wait for this joint. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing like the like that last episode, and when we were talking about how like that cracked helmet, and how the I felt like it, it focused like the two sides of Anakin when you had when it was showing that blue lightsaber part. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That that was a cool moment, and it, and it was actually kind of sorry to cut you off, but it was actually pretty haunting to see that to see him like that. You know what I mean? I, and I thought they did a very good thing because it was kind of switching back between Hayden Christensen's voice and a little bit of undertones of James Earl Jones's voice, and it. it was very ghostly. And I do like I do like the way they did that. Yeah, because it it was kind of something that they did in Rebels. That episode yeah. with Rebels when uh, Ahsoka is fighting Anakin, and I loved it, and I just loved how at that, at the end when Hayden Christensen goes, "You didn't kill um, Anakin Skywalker," and then he has like this sinister ass smile when the yeah. red 
part of his lightsaber comes up and it's like I yeah which which is another thing like that I see people complain about because then people are like well then he just keeps getting his 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 helmet cut open because if Ahsoka did that too you know what I mean and then it's kind of and then the people like well is Vader that strong if like Obi-Wan and Ahsoka could just beat him that easily you know what I mean yeah but at the same time it's like and and Palpatine touched on this in (laughs) the latter part of the episode where he's like, you know, your personal feelings towards your former master. You know, like this, this isn't Vader from a new hope. This is 10 years before that moment. This yeah. is Vader in his 30s. You dig what I'm saying? Because if you remember in episode three, he was in his 20s. He was like 22. You know what I'm saying? So he's still, you know, 10 years from now, you're still, you may not be that person that you was you know, at 22, but you still have those remnants. You still wasn't ready to cut everything off. It wasn't until you had this moment of defeat where you learned from it and the, the Emperor is telling you, like, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. No, and I feel I, that. I felt that, you know, and, and it was great. It was really, really good. Um, But I do, I do hope that they do a season two. But I wouldn't exactly use Vader. I think Vader should get his own show. I would definitely be down that's, with the Vader show. That's interesting because I also how I'm not sure how that would work when you have a man's head mostly covered. You can't see his eyes. You can't see his mouth. How do you do that? You have a whole show focused on him, where it's just you know him talking. You know what I mean? That yeah. that would be a little tricky. Listen, I don't care how they do it. Just like I would watch the hell out of it, but I mean, from a from a storytelling standpoint, that's hard to to film and to sell. When she's like, "All right, I'm looking at this guy in the helmet," but I get then again, I guess you have the Mandalorian too, which which works. But he takes his helmet off every now and again. And we've been seeing his face a lot more. Hmm. I mean, we could do the they could do the back the tank and stuff like. Well, you know what? We'll do it. We'll do an episode called Vader Pitch. They'd have and, to really uh, beef up. The flashbacks, though, they'd Super. have to. I'd, I'd love to see him, like maybe if he's in the the back of the tank, or if he's even just sitting on a stone and moves so far, and like having those thoughts. You know, he's still running about those things, like his training with Obi Wan, or maybe moments with Padme. I mean, you'd have to bring Nelly Foreman back, but that'd be expensive. But like, just moments with like Padme, and like just thinking back to like his youth and his training and stuff like that. That would be interesting. Yeah. And I need like, to. Mm-hmm. I know. I was just thinking because then, like, what would the other storyline be? Is he hunting Obi Wan Kenobi? Is it just him going from different Not planets, so. planet, spreading the <laughs> gospel can, of the Empire, that kind of thing? No, you can you can borrow some of the stuff that that they're doing in the comic books. So, for instance, he finds out about Luke, and he starts to go on this whole forensic discovery on how the hell did he miss, you know, his child being born and stuff like that. And then, like I said, why Star Wars is creatively the most tied down franchise is because if the comic book is already canon, why would you make a show about that if it's something that's already canon and happening? Do you know what I, I mean, mean? Me personally, and I would Like I, I said, would that's, 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 that's what I'm not saying you can't do it. But I was just saying, like I said, that's the problem with Star Wars is that if everything is canon, why would, you can't tell that story? You know what I mean? Unless yeah. you're, unless you're going to call the show whatever the uh th- that comic book was so if that's going to be the title of it and then you're just adapting i guess the comic book of it you know what i mean because if it's a different story you're taking elements from that comic everyone's just say you're messing with canon blah 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 you know how f- fucking fans are and i feel like star wars fans are 
can be some of the worst fans ever. Very true. But we, I think we spent enough time on Obi-Wan. And uh, I want to talk about the Bulls. I'm, yeah, an episode, I'm an episode and a half behind. So as soon as we finish recording, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on the episode that I'm behind. Yeah, great. Boys is really great. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was a little nervous about this season because I know like uh, Butcher and, 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 and the boys, you know, they get the temp V and they could start having superpowers. I was kind of like, oh, no. I get, like, and then you can kind of guess like it, maybe it was headed towards that direction. But the way they've handled it, I've actually been all in on it because I was actually very, that was like the one aspect I was nervous about this season. But um, they, they're doing the damn thing. Yeah, it's a great show really good show it's like a show that entertains you makes you cringe and also makes you laugh and the the recent episode friday was really good and not even for the reason that people suspect because this was like supposed to be like the big hero gasm where like all the superheroes had like an orgy but that's not why it was my favorite part but there's like a really good part in it that you'll know you'll know which which is my favorite part but um, you know what I'm, i might have to because i want to watch your guys are really bad so i think i might when we finish recording i'm gonna check that episode you know when we come back from watching top gun which we'll have a review for you guys a little later um i'm gonna go back and watch that probably later on tonight watch what that uh the boys episode that i'm a bit behind on so like i watched some of it and then I oh, you said oh, because you're you said you're episode and a half behind. Yeah, so I'm gonna go watch the the episode that I am behind on, and then the episode before that, I'll just skip to the part I remember. We'll okay. So, um, but I do like the show. I'm I'm really excited to see what uh, Jensen Eccles or Eccles. I always fucking his name. Actors, I, am, I, I am. I mean, I am curious to see more of what he's going to do with the character, especially with his jacked up Captain America persona. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, no, um, very good. Honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm not rushing us, but I am looking forward to, to watching it. So yeah, I'm going to see what goes down. Really, I know Mother's MM is is ready to kill that. Yeah, and uh, like I said, really good season so far. Um. It's it's starting to feel like we're in that phase where it's like uh, we'll see how long the show can go on because at least where I'm how I'm starting to feel I'm like okay like I love this show but it's starting to look like this might have like a good maybe two seasons left especially the in the trajectory of the way things are going or less like they can just irrevoc- irrevocably change the face of the show where it's like okay they're not fighting bot anymore maybe they're fighting something else because the way things are happening the way things are shifting you're starting to feel like there could be some type of conclusion. But then again, things could just fall in its face, which it probably will, and fuck things up even more. But, um, like, yeah, really good season so far. Really good. But um, you know what else we, we could use Watt for is Ezra Miller. Watt should really handle Ezra Miller because he's... He's, he's, he's fucking not, up in yeah. monumental... Yeah, like, a, like two months ago, it was like he had his arrest in Hawaii. He got into like bar fights or whatever. And then recently this family had an order of protection against him because they said he, they, sorry, his pronouns are they, that they um, uh, is manipulating their daughter and stuff like that. And like she vanished 
and then they were granted that order of protection to tread to serve it to him, but they vanished along with her, with their daughter, who's 18, and but she also released a statement saying that her parents are manipulative and that, um, you know, they, they've been disrespectful to her because I believe, I don't know, I think she's transitioning. Uh, I think she might be transgender or I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure about the full story, but there was that. And then recently another family was granted order protection against him because they were staying at his family, at his home in Vermont. And apparently there was nothing but guns around the house. And there's a video of a toddler with a bullet in his mouth. I haven't seen any of this, a lot of, a lot of wacky shit going on, but usually where there's smoke, there's fire. Like I, I do think. Yeah, I do think Ezra Miller needs some professional help because he seems, I just from reading certain things, seems mentally unhinged. But then I'm also kind of like, what the fuck is up with these parents? Like, how do you just allow your children to be in like that close proximity with a celebrity, especially when this girl met Ezra when she was 12 and he was like 22 or some shit like that. That's weird. And you just you were just cool with that. And, and, and why was he paying her for her college education? That's I don't know. And then another thing with this other family that was living in his house. Why are you at his house? I'm just I don't know. There's a lot of questions where I'm looking at both sides where like this is like some weird shit going on. And you know what I mean? Because like, of course, like we only know one side of the story and what these people are saying. I would really like to know what's his side, what's their side. And trying to find the truth in the middle because I'm sure there's some truth in the middle, but I'm just looking at both people kind of sideways. But um, there was recently an article written by uh, Deadline where they were talking about it. Pretty much just seems like after this Flash movie that Warner Brothers is never no longer going to work with Ezra Miller, so they'll just release this movie and just call it what it is. And it's kind of sad because this is like this is their big movie because this is going to like really restart things for their franchise. You know, it's it's the return mm. of Michael Keaton. We get introduced to Supergirl, and it's really a moment that's kind of been robbed from these people because now not anyone's going to talk about is this crazy-ass, yeah, this crazy-ass situation, you know what I mean? So I'm still excited for the movie. I am going to see it. I know some people are like, I'm not going to see the movie, and and some people are just like, reshoot. You can't fucking reshoot that. That's hundreds of million dollars already down the toilet. You can't do that. Like, the movie is in the midst of doing visual effects. They wrapped filming of the movie like last year. Ezra, like you can't, you just can't reissue because he plays, it seems like he, he plays multiple versions of Barry Allen. So it's not like a situation where he's like a, a side character and you could just like maybe re refit him and, and retrofit certain scenes. No, he's, he's, he's the main character. So, I mean, at this point, just release the movie. They'll probably take a bit of a loss because there are probably some people who are just like, I'm not going to see it which is because he's in it, which is stupid because there are thousands of people that work in the movie and he's just one single employee. Yes, he's probably, he's a very important employee to the movie, but a movie employs thousands of people and there are thousands of people that put hundreds of hours into this. And because of the stupidity of one person, it's going to overshadow all of their work, which is very sad and actually very frustrating, but I'll be there. I'll, I'll support the movie. But um, yeah, that's, it just seems like that, uh, Ezra Miller is out as a flash. And there was actually like an interesting picture someone posted, which was actually kind of sad. It was like a behind the scenes picture of Justice League and it showed the whole cast, you know what I mean? And then someone re-edited it and cut out everyone but Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa. <laughs> and it was just like, damn, we did ask really lost everybody. And we really lost everyone. But it, it but it all, we, 
we didn't lose Ben Affleck. Like Ben Affleck's in this movie. And from I read something that uh, from what I'm hearing is actually pretty accurate. And it seems like we might. I don't know. I'm not going to say it. But I read Listen, something don't that. Don't false hope about Henry Cavill because if they're about to, I'm not. Gonna no, it's. Oh, I I think we're going to be disappointed by Henry Cavill. If 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 what I read is accurate, and from what I'm hearing, that these people usually get things right. Yeah, I, but there could be hope for Ben Affleck's Batman. That's what I'll say. But I don't know about Henry Cavill. It seems like they're making Supergirl the the thing, and the way. It, I'm not going to talk because I don't want to say that because I know people listen to this and I want to ruin the flash. But the reports I've read from this from these very credible sources that uh, it was like a whole kind of summary of the movie and it, and it sounds actually really fucking good, but it, it it's definitely a snap of the fingers like a flashpoint kind of like restarting certain things. This is what we like. This is what we don't like. Kind of thing. But who knows? We'll see what oh, happens. We like Henry fucking Cavill, bro. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. But uh, as much as we're talking about disgraced movie stars and crazy, <laughs> crazy, uh, crazy franchises and all that, Marvel is getting ready to release Blade—not release Blade, but they're getting ready to start principal photography. Like next week. Called? Yeah, like next week they're about to start filming. Okay. Okay, okay. Well, Mahershala Ali, and you told me earlier that offline that uh, Wesley Snipes is trying to get a cameo. I don't know if he's trying to get a cameo. So he spoke about recently that uh, years ago he outlined stories for like a Blade 4 and 5. And um, John Campion was talking about this, that old discussion, but he outlined stories for Blade 4 and 5. But since they're clearly not going to be used, he's going to take those stories and turn it into something else. And then they were kind of talking about, you know, should he make a cameo by some people are like, you know, it doesn't hurt, you know, but why not? And then some people were talking about his past indiscretions, like apparently in a blade Trinity. He oh, actually, he's an he's yeah. An and like, and physically, physically actually attacked the director. Yeah. So, I think who David Goyer at the time. Yeah. Like apparently he strangled him, which is some crazy shit. Like, of course, like I'd like to see a cameo, you know what I mean? But, if you want to do it in the sequel, sure. And and it's not like, like, they could always, like, film a little fun cameo, like, after they've done the main filming, you know what I mean? It's not, like, something they need to, like, schedule during the main filming of the movie. But something that, something that would have been cool is that, uh, was that um, John Campia said, was, like, what if um, uh, Wesley Snipes was with the new Whistler? But it seems like that might be what Delroy Lindo is. Okay, well, if that's the case, and I'm here tonight too. That yeah. Would be yeah, from what I read, that Delroy Lindo is gonna be like the new Whistler, and the dude from Krypton is gonna be the villain. I don't know if you remember, he played Dev M, tall, light skinned dude. He was in Krypton, yeah, 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 yeah. He was uh, Zajo, her husband, yeah. He's apparently he's supposed to be um, uh, the villain. No, you know who I'm talking about, dude. Not not the dude from the James Bond movies. Not the person who played no, Zod. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Light of Zod's patrol. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's supposed to be the villain. And then they haven't confirmed it, but I guess uh, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones is coming back. as Dane Whitman. I think he's supposed to be in it. So they, right. they start filming, I think, like, soon as next week actually so it's it's nice that like we'll finally get like another a new blade movie so i'm pretty hyped for that 
But then I'm also kind of like nervous. Is like how far can they go? You know what I mean? Because Marvel, they don't do that blood and gore shit. So we we could already know that this won't be not rated R Blade movie. So you know, will this will this be like a Blade light? You know what I mean? Because then because then that could bother a lot of people. Because then you could be like, well, Wesley Snipes' Blade's more hardcore. But Mahershala Ali's blade, you don't see him really slicing up motherfuckers and there's no blood or gore. So we'll see what they do. We'll see how, how far they could push it. But that's kind of like the thing if you want to tackle characters like Blade and then characters like maybe the Punisher in, this, in the MCU, you, like how far are these guys really going to go? Because these, these guys are owned by Disney. So we'll see what happens. But they start filming, yeah, next week. And I think maybe it comes out next year. I'm not even sure. But... Yeah. This is going to be fire. Yeah, I can't wait to see how the set picks and stuff like that. Maybe get a first look. This is fire. This is fire. So, that being said, y'all, I'm about to get this boys watching on. So I really want to see this episode. Plus the Chinese food came, guys. So you know we about to shower down. Yeah, thank but, you for listening, guys. Thank you for support as always. Appreciate that's it. A fact. That is a big fact. Man. We love you guys so much. Um, don't forget to to link up with us on Instagram. We are on Instagram. If you guys hit us up, we hit you guys right back. Um, thank you to the guys that are following us and you know get a kick out of the stuff we post. You know, we do work hard on posting stuff on Instagram. Make sure that you guys know that we're still alive and we're still out here and kicking us so, With that being said, yo, this is so. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blur with you and Cal. Obi-Wan edition, baby. All right, Cal. Peace.